everybody, and welcome back to Laps and Taps. Today, we're going to be talking about ILAP's Flying Lead Nightmare. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Ooh. My name's Alex, and today I'm joined by the fantastic Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Hello. The Dractacular Morgan. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Beautiful. And the This is the Skin of a Killer Bella, Tom. <laughs> I wear everyone's skin. (laughs) 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 Maybe it'll be your skin next. Uh, Is it because he's got a shiny head? I don't. It was just the first thing that came to my head. I ran ran out of um, terrible vampire puns. (laughs) Speaking of vampires, we were cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Cowpoke. Cow cow folk in cowboys. Cowpokes in a in a, a strange genre twist where we were fighting vampire, vampires and other other spooky creatures. Well, because this is those of you that listened last year know that we fought demons. This last year, a bit of a, it was a, a bit of a. Uh, well, the way the idea is that I it's cl- yeah. The idea is every year it's like a, a kind of uh, a treehouse of horror. I think they explain it like the Simpsons stuff, treehouse of horror, but mm. um, they're flying blood game. And yeah, we were all going going to go into the Wild West to fight vampires. Then, well, that's not why we went into no, the Wild West. No, the premise was a big hunt, wasn't it? A hunting competition, yeah. With $1,000 on the line. A thousand. Think of what you can do with $1,000. I could get a $1,001 hookers or one $1,000 hooker. Is that all you think about? No, it's a Futurama reference. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, do we want to go around and introduce our characters, who we were? I think Tom was somewhat similar, but a little bit of a twist this time to last year. I think we both did a little bit of a twist. Yeah. So I returned as Dr. Barnabas Belvedere, lovable snake oil salesman, or miracle tonic salesman, as he likes to believe. He's actually helping the people, though that is debatable with the results. Uh, <laughs> he had come to town to sell his miracle tonics to give the... Uh, People uh, hunting these mythical and strange beasties and edge in the competition and hopefully going to make a quick buck on the way. Along with him is his recent uh, assistant, Preacher Ollie, who is uh, helping me with my surgeries and flogging my wares as, as well as getting me some holy water to make them. And what was Father McPherson doing moseying back into town? Yeah, so I played Adam McPherson again. I don't think we, I, I, anyone knew his first name the first game, but I was playing Father McPherson this game, but with a bit of a twist this time in that he had not always been a priest. So um, five years prior, he'd been in a gang known as the White Rose Gang, and he had a different name. His name was Johnny O'Hare, and he had been, um, you know, living a living a life of a Wild West gang uh, until one fateful night he killed a child. Um, we endorse. <laughs> it was not Kicked hoggers, them. as they yeah, say. No, in a, a house raid went wrong. He killed a child um, and blamed the heist on one of his gang mates, new, his new girlfriend um, who had recommended the heist and he just kind of ran away to get his sins forgiven, became a priest um, and was coming to win the hunting competition, put his old gunslinging skills uh, to good use to win the prize money to pay pay for a new roof on the church, um, but as he came into town, there was a few ghosts of his past that were still there. Um, Alex, go on, your turn. So this is my first time at ILARP. I didn't really know how it was going to work, other than what I'd heard from you guys, um, but I hadn't really experienced it. But I learned that obviously you can play a certain archetype, whether that's mm. a gunslinger, a preacher, a trapper or a cowboy. And I thought it'd be cool to be a trapper, considering it's a hunting competition. Plus, I found this awesome suede, kind of a bit fluffy coat, uh, which kept me warm all weekend. I think your kit was some of my favourite. Like, it was the, it looked really good. Well, thank you. It was literally just slapped together. But, um, yeah, I was lucky to find that on um, at a charity shop, and that pretty much made the outfit. But, yeah, I was Cole Stoker, who I think I'll now just go by stoker because i get the impression there's a lot of coals there was a very prominent coal there but i think there were a lot of other coals the member of the crew at one point said uh, asked me my name to go into the room for a vision which we'll get to 
and said, what's your name? I said, it's Cole. And she goes, oh, of course it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, there's prob probably a lot of Coles here. Or I just look like a Cole. Or maybe she just knew you. No, well, we were introducing ourselves to each other. Oh, there maybe. is the infamous Sergeant Cole. Sergeant Cole. Yeah. Um, but I, I prefer Stoker anyway. There's points where you're shouting Stoker rather Mr. than Mr. Stoker! Yeah, I might just be Mr. Stoker with an elusive first name. Um, it, was really, it was really fun to shout for Mr. Stoker. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. I think that's going to be me from now on. Because luckily yeah, I didn't die, but you know, you can always bring your characters back. But um, yeah, it was good fun. As I say, didn't know what to expect when we just kind of dove into it our first time, didn't we? What about you, Chloe? What about, was your character? Uh, yeah, I played Lola. No last name because it's me. <laughs> it was going to be Winchester and there was oh, a yeah, was. lot of Winchesters. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it was. Like yeah. Winchester. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did the homework and then I you did. forgot you did the homework. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the first time I've put any sort of pre-thought into my character apart from the van down there. Yeah, not even the D&D. &D. Yeah, pff, fucking hell. Uh, her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. <laughs> I saw you lean. I saw you leaning to say it. Uh, I can't remember. You can't remember oh. Lola's backstory. <laughs> no, I can. I can. I can. I can. I can. Uh, yes. She, I put loads um... of effort into it. Her name was Lola. <laughs> there we <laughs> are. Usually turn up. Don't know my character's name. I just turned up. Um, Do you need me to remind you of it? No, I know. I remember. I remember. I just need to <clears throat> think. <laughs> yes, her. She was in town because she'd been tracking a personal bounty that bounty was her father because a few years prior the her father they weren't a very wealthy family and her father had tried to marry her off to a, a gentleman to bring some money in to the family to bring some wealth in she was not happy with that so shot the man dead at the altar and then had been chasing her father ever since to kill him and she had ha heard or caught wind that he might be in this town. Turns out he wasn't, but uh, that's why she was in town. Ah. We were yes. also joined by uh, Winifred Bloom. Unfortunately, Kerry can't be here tonight because she's not feeling too well. But Winifred Bloom was a uh, another member of the White Rose Gang, mainly travelling around telling fortunes and committing train robbery trouble. Robbies? Train robberies. Robbies. <laughs> uh, train robberies with her. Think about, I'm here to do a train robbie. <laughs> Put your wallets in the bag and stick them up. <laughs> Pretty much that, really. I think my favorite thing we were talking about, I don't know if Kerry stuck with this in the end, but we were going to say that Kerry's character didn't realise they were doing train robberies. <laughs> Sorry, I think I've just killed Chloe. Um, I think Kerry was going to say her character didn't realise they were doing train robberies. At first she thought there was a stage play and then was like, Wow, these people are really good actors. This is great. Yeah, we'll take all your money. Oh, they paid really well. It's because she really wanted to join the circus, so she thought it was yeah. all a bit. Yeah. Yeah, because she joined funny. with... Um, so she was somewhat affiliated with the White Rose Gang just before I left. Um, and then she was very... Because she joined with Alicia, who was uh, 16 when I left the gang. And then there was also Isaac and Jesse who were in the gang. Um, who were his childhood best friends that they started the gang with. Oh, Bella, there was uh, Penny as well. So she was the basically Isaac's new partner. So that was like the structure of the gang and I had left and I think Kerry started time in with them and then we, us, uh, us four, started time in in the saloon. Didn't we, we did. Yeah, that was a great time <coughs> in. I really yeah. enjoyed that. So your this was your guys' first time at the ILARP site. Mm. Yeah. What did you think? So cool. Like I'd obviously seen pictures and things, but I didn't think there were as many buildings as there were. I thought it mm. was kind of like six buildings maybe at most. And but... it feels real, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like false fronts and then whatever. And so, like it feels like you're an actual... Yeah. But it's because town. they're actual buildings. It's not just a wooden wall and you step through it and pretend you're in a saloon. Yeah. You're I... actually in the saloon. It's fantastic. I was thinking of it being like the forge... Empire, but maybe just like four of them, four or five of them. Yeah. But yeah, for it to actually be a little town and even like different streets, there was a couple of different streets you could walk down. Yeah. The saloon was awesome. Mm. And as you say, enjoyed starting time in there. Yeah. So the four was right around the table was really cool. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of just taken back by. But not even just that main bit, that there was so many different other bits, you know, when we went. Well, obviously we'll get to this but that little cabin in the swamp that we oh, yeah, going yeah. to mm, there's yeah. just so many different bits around that 
it was so fantastic. And you are really, really in the middle of nowhere. I thought it would be less like in the middle of nowhere because it's smaller, there's less people, with it being ILARP, but it was more in the middle of nowhere than Empire. You drive through a quarry yeah, and then through a woods. So you can't hear traffic. And I think there's very few places in the world, in well, in the UK at least, that you can say that. Where mm. you're like most yeah. places in the countryside, even then you can still hear, hear that hum of like the motorway. At, you know, Empire, you can sometimes hear the race cars going around the tracks. Yeah. But yeah, you mm. literally can't hear anything. You're fully in the woods. You could be. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah, it does help the immersion. The only thing you get is planes or helicopters. With the over amount of trees, though, you didn't even. I don't no. think I saw a single plane Not the whole weekend. Too. I think I heard one helicopter, and that was in the morning before time in. Mm. So. Yeah, it never took me out of it like it can do at Empire. Johnny and Kitty, professionals arranging those flight paths over everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, coming over to time in, and obviously the time of year it is, sunsets at 4.30. Mm. So we made was, good time. Yeah, we did make really good time. It was dark at time in. Yeah. Like mm. it was fully night time. We'd, I'd rented my rifle and bought my handgun. We'd been fire test firing beforehand. Just be like, hey guys, I think I loved the conversation of like, just, you know, these these things are really loud. Mm. And then, you, yeah, no, I'm sure they are. And then you fire them, you're like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, these are loud. I had so much fun firing a gun. Oh, it's so much fun, isn't it? It's great. I say this before, it's like, I never got it. I was like, I don't know why you ever be interested in the fire. One black firing pistol, I went, oh. I want more. Oh, yeah. It's your uh, racing pistol that's really impressive. The little shooter that the could. tiny little Derringer is the loudest thing. It was the loudest thing I heard that weekend. It's ridiculous. The fact that you got the long shots them as well. Yeah, I was laughing as well. So it's got these little, these bullets in them. They're quite slim things. Uh, and I, when I bought it, they said, you want shorts or longs? And I bought the longs. And then someone said, oh, I've got a few uh, few bullets. If anyone wants them, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take them. But they opened them. And then like a fifth of the size of the ones I use. I'm like, oh, that's why mine's so, so bloody loud. loud. Um, so I've still got a bag of bullets just sat on my table at home. The 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 nine mil. Nine mil, yeah, 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 yeah. It's satisfying as well how much they look like bullets. Well, from me who's got no experience with guns, I, but emptying the revolver and putting them in, and yeah, I think they are. I, I, I might be very wrong, but I think blanks are actual bullets, but without the the metal bit at the end that comes out. Yeah. Do you know how it's like crinkled in? Yeah. I think yeah. would usually be like a bullet sign there, wasn't there? And then it, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, shout out to, what's he called? Uh, Neil. Neil. Um, what's his business called? Oh my God. Terrible. We'll say it on the next episode, but that's where he got the guns from. Really great service. And then he had a thing where if he's got enough of them in, if you do a rental and you, you pay like a deposit on the rental, mm -hmm. If you want to keep the gun, he just keeps the deposit, mm. yeah. um, which, which I think is a really good. I was so tempted to do so. Yeah. <laughs> I really want, like, you both saw my face. Oh, yeah, no. I saw your eyes go to Alex and you're like, <laughs> are you going to do it? And Alex was like, no, I'm not. And you're like, mm, okay. Okay, you're right, I won't. Um, I mean, not that I need you to make my decisions. but No, no, just, no, but you, but I didn't. Know. someone else like, doing it justifies it for you. Yeah, I, I, needed, yeah. I needed that little push, like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Maybe but, next year. Yeah, it was a great gun as well and I liked it. I really liked the gun, yeah. but it was it was quite he it was heavier than I was expecting. The weight, obviously, you know. because it's just, it's just like a real gun. gun. Yeah, it's like, it was like some of them are made it. in the same factory as live guns, but they Bible. just don't yeah. put certain bits in, mm. or they put block it. I don't know. Um, I know nothing about guns. I just know it's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Friday night time in, we were all sat around at the table, and we because it was like timing ish because things were running a bit behind schedule. Yeah, um, but it was just really nice for us four to just kind of swing into character and start chatting. It really mm. gets you into the world, just like little breach into what you're going to be doing over the weekend. Get a feeling for your characters, gingerly touch on stories mm. and dig deep, really. Like, you guys were dead against the progression of the railroad where I was dead <laughs> for it. <laughs> we weren't. I don't know why. No, real good conversation. <laughs> it was really funny. And we had a little thing, didn't we, that I was meant to be the priest that was officiating your wedding. Yes, um, we were. So there's a couple of things kicking off. A new church was being opened. There were getting celebrations out. There was a museum with curios, which was cool. That was cool. I never got round to going to the museum. I it really cool. should go sometime. Ruth, who played the museum curator. Oh, they're fantastic. I said, I went up to them at the end of the weekend and I was like, for someone whose first ILAP it was, very overwhelming with the amount of plot and everything you have helped so much like thank you so much because over the course of the weekend when bits were happening they were like prompting going yeah. oh so maybe that ties in with that and 
oh, maybe that's linked to that. Do you not think? And was really and I think they helped do it, me. Ever, like, you know, Ruth did a really good job. I just mean in general, I like do a really good job of be, of doing it in a way that you don't mm. realize they're doing it. Yeah. You don't think to, oh, they're pushing us along. It just feels mm. like you're interacting with the world. And yeah. Then the lady's like, oh, they were yeah. doing this. And and with it being our first time, we didn't know who was crew and who wasn't. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So plot would be given to us. One instance was the mist, which we'll come to. And I didn't know that that was plot. I thought it was maybe someone speaking about their character or their character development. So it didn't feel, for me at least, with it being the first time, that there was a divide between players yeah. and crew it just kind yeah. of flowed quite naturally it is good that they I also get their R&R characters though as well so they can be just playing their own little thing in the background yeah. which is yeah. a lot of fun yeah. on the Friday night I don't know where you had gone Alex or what everyone else was doing but I was sat in the tavern I was sat in the saloon by myself for whatever reason and some guy just came up and was like can I take a seat and I was like yeah please do and we sat there and chatted a bit in the saloon and um, I then on the Saturday found out that they were crew because um, we found their dead body. <laughs> um, but they were saying, oh, that we were talking about the mayor and they were planting the seed about the mayor p- possibly and potentially being a vampire. vampire yeah. And I was like, ah, oh. and it was just like little things like that. It obviously didn't turn out the mayor wasn't a vampire in the end. It turns out whatever. Big red herrings. There were herring. so many fo- red herrings on the Friday yeah. night. That, yeah. you know, like, that was like, hmm, I wonder if that'll be anything. And then it was just like, no. Yeah. There was that drunk Irish guy stumbling around Killian? who was covered in yeah. blood. He he was a player last year, but it was crew this time. Yeah. So that really threw me. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. okay. It's just Killian again. And then you're like, oh, wait, what? Because he was he was obviously trying to create a bit of plot on the on the Friday where it's obviously soft plot. Um, I don't know. if Did that come to anything in the couple? Was he a red herring? Yeah. That whole time. Yeah. He's, his he's performance a phenomenal role was play. amazing. There was a point where he came to the bar covered in blood and, you know, slurring and unstable on his feet and with this great Irish accent and say, can I have a drink? And I went behind the bar and I said, um, yeah, what would you like? He was like, oh, but whatever. And I said, you can have some of my whiskey if you want. And that, at that point, that was a little bit OC. And he just came out and he was like, oh, no, thanks, I don't drink. And he was just this completely sober, yeah. yeah, yeah, level Not yeah. Irish, not drunk, just a great actor. Yeah. It was a bit of a shock. Did you... Uh... Pull one of his uh, seance cards. No, what was that? Uh, oh. no, wait till next time. If he offers okay. you a playing card, pull a playing card. Did you pull a playing card from the drunken Irishman? No. Oh, they're very good. Yeah, but they're there very were, good. I did see playing cards just laying around the buildings and stuff. Oh, you'd recognise. You'd know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, there was a point where like, I saw a playing card just on the floor and I was like, is that there for a reason? And I just left it. I didn't <laughs> did you that. get plot paranoid? No, it's not. <laughs> is that, is that just... They're just if, very good players. Am, am I going to get cursed if I pick this up? Or? Yeah. Just, I would say if you're Isla and the drunk Irishman, a, a flying lad and drunk Irishman offers you to look at his playing cards, just have a little peek. You might enjoy them. Okay. Um, but yeah. They're smutty. Maybe. Nah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I wanted to shout out as well, um, just quickly, Ruth was the one that provided the audio recording for Rose Rose that we used last year. Oh, that song. Yeah, so they yeah. were the one that they did the recording because they were one of the demons last year and they gave mm. us the recording to put in. Oh, uh, thank you, Ruth. Uh, but yeah. So what did we all kind of get up to once we dispersed from our pleasant little conversation about the railroad and the competition? Well, we were broken up by, I believe, and I might be wrong, the mayor giving his speech about the hunt. Mm. Uh, he gathered the town outside, so we'd finished our... Com- that was a weird conversation at time in because... I just had to improv because I hadn't done any character development. The questions you were asking me, and I ended up with some weird history. About- I think that's the fun part about soft time in though. Like me and Morgan did it in our first flying lab. It's like, we'll just have a bit of discussion. Like, what would you talk about in the wild? Let me West? Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of mileage out of your beaver story. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what. I, w- I was forced to make things up, and I ended up with a beaver's tail up my ass. I love no, where your brain goes. You cut female beaver tails off for the pheromones to attract. But you animals. put them in your butt so they would look like a beaver tail. I'm guessing. Because <laughs> I asked, um, I asked Dave at one point, like, "Do you hunt beavers?" And he kind of looked at me like, "What?" I was like, "No, it's not all hunters then." And he, but he was very confused because he was like. What? Obviously, because he so, had been privy to the conversation. That's so funny. <laughs> if there's any beaver hunters listening, feel free to take that little tip. Uh, <laughs> hope it helps. I um, So, Father McPherson had come to a town which, for some reason, had a lot of his ghosts in it. So Spooky. He, he comes out of the, comes out of the tavern and he sees... Um, oh, who's the first person he sees? 
Was it? Did I introduce you to them again? You went to introduce me to the White Rose guy. So I was. Uh, uh, one part of my backstory is I wasn't a full fledged member. I was a contact of the White Rose Gang, so I would patch them up after jobs or give them info or sell them potions. So I think I joined you a couple went, of years after you left. You went to go introduce introduce me to him. I went, really sorry, I've got to go. and just turned around and left. And then I went into the museum to look at stuff that was in there, and I think I was with Preacher Ollie. I think. And we were looking. Um, was- and then I see in there... Um, uh, uh, another person from my past um, who was now going by the name of Ruby and I was like oh no left the left the museum and every night just kept turning around corners avoiding eye contact at all points um, uh, uh, what's her face um, Alicia saw me kind of gave me a look Carrie character gave me a look and I went into the church to get away from them and I go to go um, and I see at the back of the I see uh, at the side door one of the gang members I'm like nope Go back out the other way, see another of the gang members. Like, bloody hell. Still thinking they haven't seen me go out the back of the church and then they both just corner me. <laughs> and it's literally both like, what are you doing here, Johnny? Mm. And it was like a really cool moment. It was, again, and I've said this before, I love so good for like really good cinematic moments like that. And it felt like, again, it feels like you're in a film. You're like, no, 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 no. Try to get away and they get cornered. And then we have this like intense scene of like, what the hell are you doing here? Where have you been? Why did you run away? So I get cornered by some former gang members. And again, we have an altercation there which was really fun, ended up just me being like, leave me alone, I want out, I want to leave this all alone, and ran off. Uh, and it was just really fun to have that little bit of a backstory because it was more than I had last time. Last time I was very much like you guys. We went where, in raw. Where I, <laughs> last time it was very, very much, I was like, I'm Father McPherson, I'm a priest. That's it. That's my life. That's my story. Whereas this was like, it was fun to have a little bit of bounce off to be kind of like I had, as well as what was going on, with the main plot, I had my own shit going on. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. Uh, a couple more instances of that occurred. I think one bit, were we all sat, yeah, we were all sat drinking together at one point during the night. Yes. And I'd been, I I was maybe a little bit tipsy because I've been drinking whiskey, but I wasn't that drunk, but I started to play up that I was a bit drunk. Mm-hmm. And then Penny, who is the person that Johnny blamed for the gang breaking up, walks past, and I just lunge up and just grab her. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. pull her in. And I'm like, what are you doing around here? Causing trouble. I know you. I know what you're like. You're, and she, she, I'd said, when you and Johnny have a big beard, long scraggly hair, you won't recognize me anymore. And she was like, who the hell are you? What are you doing? Uh, and I was just like drunk. And then did you pull me off, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. You like dragged me and forced me down. And I just sat there grumbling. My father, leave her alone. Just sat there grumbling with my whiskey. Um, but that was like a really fun, like, again, bit of character to that. I really enjoyed that. Um, it's because I checked in with you. Like, I, I leant across the table and I was like, hey, OC, are you okay? And you were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I was like, okay, good. Just double check in. <laughs> because, like, you're, obviously you're playing up the whole drunk thing, but you were like really miserable and moody. And I thought something had happened. I was like, I don't want to break your immersion. I'm sorry, but you were right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because you were like, I'm having a fucking great time. <laughs> <laughs> that like, immersion. It is never immersion breaking to do a check-in. Absolutely fine. Like, yeah. Thank you very much for doing it. Um, I don't, I think I had limited interactions. I had a few interactions with Ruby, uh, which was not her name. I knew it wasn't her name, but she was kind of, we had a few kind of like ca- catching each other's eyes and being like, avoid them. Because they're both like, we're, we were both, we, knew, we both knew we were, someone different now and we're like just don't talk to them and a few fun interactions with them but yeah it was really really good that was my kind of Friday night I think mm. I don't think I've got much more beyond that or at least I can't remember because it's been so long ago <laughs> yeah I can't remember much what happened on Friday night again you know it was soft plot things going around uh, but it's mostly just like any LARP lovely to see everyone again have a good drink and um, oh, of course all our friends uh, Blackjack and oh yeah we had friends there as well sorry uh, sorry Arlie and Daisy completely forgot. they're not <laughs> I just forgot you were there. Um, well, a massive part of the weekend, really. Not that no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was about it for Friday. Yeah, we waited in line terribly long for some pictures, which oh, I'm yeah. super excited to see because they looked awesome. I can't wait for that to come out. That was a very big group of people. I'm I'm so surprised that the photographer managed to get us all in. The man very knows impressed. his craft. Yeah, I'm very impressed that all of what was there, like 12 of us? Yeah. Just bundled into this just little piled room. piled in. Yeah. Like a clown car. It really was. Was there a fist fight? There wasn't a fist no fight. No fist fights. Yeah. I, oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, People I think there were fist fights on the Saturday. Saturday. Oh. Ah. Yeah. I went I around. I feel like I did see. There was arguments. 
Oh, there's always an argument. Yeah, there was arguments yeah. on the Friday because I remember trying to get in the middle of one of them. Like, there was a point where I <laughs> Let came... me join. <laughs> I want to fight. Uh, I was walking back into town from the loo and walking through the town, just looking at everything. I had a chance to kind of step back and just, without not being part of it, just witness it and seeing the arguments and the tussling and people walking out of the saloon and um, the way that the... I don't know what room... It, uh, the museum. The way the museum was kind of all lit up and and I like the fact that the big light they used to light the whole town isn't a yellow light, it's a white light. So you can just imagine moon. that it's the moon, that it's moonlight. And yeah, just a really beautiful sight at iLab. Yeah, the fireplaces around the place do a lot of good as well. You can just mm. go to a fire, have a conversation with people, adds a bit of extra lighting as well. Those three guys around that fire. They don't move sat, very often. They were sat there all weekend. Some people just go to have a chill and dress like a cowboy and props to them. Yeah, not Fair. judging them. I just didn't know, like, is this plot? Should I speak to them or...? There were, I mean, definitely, there were, we, we had some chats with them. I know one of the guys was crewing as well because I saw him knocking around. Um, oh, okay. We had a chat by their fire, didn't we, as well? Because we had, like, a chat about the nature of God. Oh, yeah, uh, we did, Which was yeah. caught by the fire. Um, it was all those, like, I, again, I, I love uh, about just LARP in general, like, the little interactions. Yeah. But also, like, you say, like, seeing the scene, I was saying this. It was on the Saturday, but I was coming back from, um, it was, like, before, just before time in or around lunchtime, I was coming back to our camp and we had our two tents kind of facing each other and everyone was sat in a circle in their kit, sat around. I remember, yeah. And I just came like with this big grill on my face because just looking, it was like, this looks like, again, like a scene from a film of like a bunch of guys sat around with a fire, having their food, dressed as cowboys. Like, yeah. it, it's so cool. It is so much fun. I love this hobby. <laughs> Best hobby. Worst financial decision I've ever made. Nah, my, Great kit, hobby. For the, my kit for this was cheap. Um, yeah, well, yeah I did own everything. Before. Yeah, Empire was the worst financial decision I've ever made. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot more role play heavy, as you're saying. Oh, than I love Empire. my role play. I've realised that I I never really role play, uh, other than just saying that my name's a different name at Empire. Whereas here, I mean, you don't even have to try. No. I'd say there's not a choice, but you know, if there was a choice, you'd choose it. And it's just you're just thrown into so much game. The, after a while, the accent doesn't seem like a task. It just flows naturally. And, yeah, you don't get a, a second. I tell you what, I bet you, because this happened to me, I don't know if this happened to you as well, I role-played a lot more after iLab. Yes, mm. definitely. Once I got to Empire, I role-played a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Um, just because I think, again, that kind of... Um, that environment where, like, you... Like, you, like, you have to, right? You, yeah, you, you, like you. It's, it, but not in the way that you, it feels like you're forced to. But it's just like, well, the game's happening. Everyone's role playing. All there is is role play. Yeah, right? it's not like uh, Empire where you've got your mechanics and your big battle and these things to think about. It's like, but all we've got to do here is role play. Yeah, and then you do it, and it feels really natural. And I found when I went back to Empire, that kind of muscle had really warmed up, and mm. I was like, my role play was a lot more. Um, like fluid. natural and fluid yeah i didn't have to think about it as much yeah. do we yeah. consider i lop like a gym for role play there's no time to rest i think there was one point where i ate too much chili and i needed, <laughs> I needed a nap because i'm nearly 30 <laughs> and after about 10 minutes you know you can hear things firing off in town and you get fomo and you're straight back into you, it you guys at one point on the saturday like, oh we're just gonna where is everyone going we just go to the toilet i was like don't go to the toilet. Yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah. hold it. You're gonna want to. The only there. time you go to the toilet is the second you get back from an excursion. Yeah. 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 So how about your Friday, Tom? Oh, I was on the grind, peddling some of my wares, trying to get some of my miracle elixirs out. So I didn't sell nearly as many this time as I did last time, and no one seemed to want to part with the cash. And apparently, my uh, role play was more suspicious than last time, which in a way I think is quite good. Mm. I think this Belvedere came off a lot sleazier than the last Belvedere. It did. Question. Did the tonics actually work or were they bullshit? He thought they did. I thought they did, but I like that the people who took the tonics gave the role play they wanted to do and had the effect they wanted to do. I thought because it's a one shot, it's a lot more fun to see what happens with it when they come with their imagination. Yeah. So one of the ones I sold to Wyatt. <laughs> husband of Phyllis. Very lucky husband of Phyllis, the yeah. town oh, cougar. What, what a woman. What a what woman. woman. I love Millie. 
Oh, Both of them fantastic role plays. So the concoction I said to Wyatt was a performance enhancing tonic <laughs> oh, no. that in turn left them hard for at least 24 hours. 24 oh, hours. Oh, <laughs> so no. into the Saturday, I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, wow. I tried to sell them the potion. But it turns out Phyllis held me up for the potion and threatened to shoot me. Honestly, Phyllis was so funny. There was just Phyllis a point, paid me in a rag. There was just a point where Phyllis was like flipping around a gun. We were like, Phyllis, put down Phyllis the gun. bag of snacks. Honestly. Pocket sausage. Po- pocket sausage. <laughs> we should put that on a shirt. But, but pocket it's, sausage. It's when she asked me to make eye contact, I did. She was like, no, I'm not comfortable with this. I was the, like, the, you the, asked for this. She, she made her bed because everyone insisted... I know on in the pocket sausage with eye contact. That was a bit of a theme. If you if someone ever offered you something, they they wanted eye contact. I blame Phyllis. You. I don't Is know. Phyllis why it made that? me do it? Why, why it made straw? me do it with the straw? It's because they're married. They, I think it was just the. Oh, okay. It's not an eye lap. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Johnny and Kitty no, no, no. in the rules must make eye contact. Like, yeah. yeah. Whether it be hoist the colours, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, do you want some rum? Oh yeah, please. Eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> All times. Um. Um, but uh, I saw another one promising that it would clear out a man of his black lung, saying we'll just harvest the tar afterwards. It'd be great. He yep. paid me five dollars for that one. Was that the dude that kept coughing all weekend? Yeah. No, it wasn't that dude. Oh, no. oh. Different dude. He came to our table whilst we were chatting, didn't he? Because he was asking because he was just yeah. Because he came over with the railroad, and we were like, mm. yeah. Because I didn't know it Scam. was. A, mm. Yeah, I didn't know it was an icy cough. So there was a point where I literally pulled Alex back, and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't get sick. Oh, Harry Knight. I was going to say, I know player. him as well. <laughs> I was like, don't you dare get sick. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going back to work on Monday with the fucking coals. Uh, there was one point that uh, someone keeled over in the uh, tavern and as died. Well yeah. And died. Yeah. Uh, Ollie was on top of that, no problem, trying to he- yeah, heal the person. I noticed $20 had kind of untucked from the pocket, so I just took that and like, Incredible. I'll oh leave you to God. it, Oliver. Incredible. I saw you, you hat- palming that body. Is that what you were up to? <laughs> Nicking the money. Jesus. Yeah, I missed the cocaine, though. We kept telling you off, didn't we? Because uh, me, me and Blackjack were getting annoyed at Belvedere because Belvedere kept calling himself an ordained priest. I was an ordained priest. Uh, you, we, were just like, we were like, stop using your... Our religion to sell tonics, not on. <laughs> well, it's because charlatan was removed from the game, yeah. understandably, because it wouldn't really fit in. No, it was just very funny that me and Blackjack were just like, stop saying you're a priest. I did think it worked in the end. I was like wondering it if did. it's a bit of a it rickety concept, but it did work. It did work. And just seeing you guys gradually get more and more pissed off as the it weekend. Very funny. Yeah. There was one part on the Saturday morning, it was like, oh, my button fell off my pants told Morgan and Ollie it was basically they shut the blind on me in the conversation. <laughs> it's like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it. Like, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh. Uh, but there was some fantastic NPCs there as well. Mm. Uh, no, and players like mm. seeing Dave not as Hennessy Jones but the uh, <laughs> wannabe cowboy Count Dooku I really love cowboy bar <laughs> was Dave Crew? no, no. sorry oh. I said NPC by mistake but yeah. NPCs oh. were all fantastic as well yeah Christ. but yeehaw yeehaw I really love cowboy <laughs> bar <laughs> <laughs> Like I've seen him play Hennessy Jones, like <laughs> but Count Dooku is an absolute pleasure. Was that his name, Count Dooku? Count yeah. Vladimir Dooku. Oh my god! Because everyone referred to him as the Count. I know it was Count fucking oh. Dooku. I am a real cowboy now. Jesus. I love Dave. He's From so funny. Uh, which is the Austro-Hungarian Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dave. He's so funny. Oh, God. That was like, so funny. There was a point where we had like a little, um, I mean, it must have been, well, it was an OC chat. He just turned around and he was like, I love your boots. I was like, thanks, but they are very little, if not at all, waterproof. And he was like, oh, that's shit. I was like, yeah. I'm a charity shop, though. They'd be like, all right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair. The best conversation the I had a weekend. I love the fact you started that preamble with. Might have been like OC. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Vladimir Duku from Transylvania. <laughs> oh, cherry shop, bye. Good on you. 
It was also great to see my Reaper as, uh, friends as well, Joe and Elle, not have to be like uh, in uh, business mode. Oh, uh, 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 fucking Ambrose. Uh, do you know the story behind that? Yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> I got told Such it. It's so story. funny. The fact he held that accent for the whole fucking It was weekend. just it was every single time it was a sniff and the mustache twitch. Every time it's like... <laughs> just go... We were stood at the fort one time when he was talking to me and I literally had no idea what he said. So I looked at him, nodded my head, went, good chat, and just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what he said. I had to think good back, chat. has he got a speech impediment? Because I didn't want to be rude. And I actually thought, like, before I go in and ask why he's speaking like this, I had to think back in my head to the conversations I had, I'd had. Does he have a speech impediment? No, he's just doing a very courtish accent. <laughs> yeah. And then when, when I clocked that he was fine with me asking if his tongue had been cut off, I was like, okay, this is, yeah, this is role play. Uh, I yeah. thought that was a pretty fair the, the reason. solution is just to go, I agree, Ambrose. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ambrose, and, then, sure. and they'll go, mm. <laughs> when, when he was fixing your weapon and you were like, oh, that's what you do. Oh, that's what you're saying. All right, yeah, go on, thanks. <laughs> just like, go on. Apparently, Oily was talking to him at one point and he just pulled a cucumber out of his coat, <laughs> took a bite out of it and put it back. He did that to Kerry as well. No, but Oily... He was just sat there thinking, why can I smell cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Everyone held their accents really well this weekend as well. Yeah, Bungle, L, Ambrose, you guys. Oh, yeah, Bungle's accent was really good. Yeah, his Irish accent was fantastic. I struggled with mine a bit because I keep going from British and I'm like, I want to be American. No back to British. Mm. I'm surprised at how well I helped my accent for. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I said in the van, I was like, I'm not going to be able it's to do it. It's easier than you think, isn't it? It's what, well, I said this exactly the same thing at Hobbit. And I'm not saying I did a good Somerset accent at all. But when everyone's doing it, mm. you just start to do it. Um, and it feels weird not to. It's the same thing with with American accent. You just start doing it. I got really thrown for like a good two hours, and I couldn't figure out to do the American accent because I had listened to the French people speak. Uh, and, French priests, yeah. and all that wanted to come out of my mouth was French. That's yeah. at Hoist the Colors. There's a load of French people, mm. and it's every single time they speak, I just start to go French. I'm like, no, oh. a little bit of quiche, un <laughs> petit quiche. I was thrown into my accent. So I think it was shortly after our conversation by the fire, this um, guy came up to me who I thought was a player, but it turned out later that they were actually crew, uh, an insurance salesman. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. that was Matt. Yeah. He's I, one of I, my jackdaws. Oh, yeah, yeah. We found out afterwards, yeah, on the on the um, Sunday. But um, he was trying to sell me insurance. So I bought something where I spent my first money. And it was just weird that the first conversation I had in the American accent was about insurance, and it was really t testing to use all these terms. Uh, yeah. And later, when you were selling your snake oil, so I hired him for a dollar, and as my insurance, he would back up any claim I made because right. my character was quite, you know, boastful and saying he was the best trapper and all this, and these killed hundreds of you bears. Hired as a, you hired him as a hype man, essentially, yeah. And insurance against—I know this isn't how insurance works, but. Anything that was said, like, against my name, he'd back it up. And then I went into the tavern, and you were sat there with him, and you were like, oh, hey, how's it going? And, and he'd remembered. So uh, so for the cost of this $1, we got some great role play out of it, because he was like, oh, this is Cole, Cole the Hunter. Have you heard about his exploits? And uh, it was great. Oh, yeah, I, I paid him to advertise my wares. Whether he did or not, I have no idea, but I paid him $5 for I that. I think he was dead the next day, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I found him in a bush, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're the insurance guy. He was like, I think you've got my face mistaken. And then I was like, oh, right, they're recycling MCs. Yeah, cool. There are only so many crew. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, like, cool. I didn't know about the two fingers up, holding yeah. your hand up. You're invisible. And nobody the wind. Gust of wind. The safety briefing. Did they say the safety briefing? Oh, he's zoned out at the safety briefing. <laughs> don't I went zone up. out at the safety briefing. Yeah, don't. Really important. Out. I went up to a member of crew accidentally. I was like, are you, are you okay? And he went, I'm invisible. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. I would have loved it if you were into it. So, ooh, you're invisible. <laughs> ooh, a ghost. <laughs> people do often, because you'll hear people, as they go past the two fingers, being like, just move out the way of the wind. Yeah, yeah. Wind's coming past. Yeah. Every time... It they went past with Phyllis. She was like, should not have had those beans. So, uh, it was so funny. I, I wish some walkers came down the road that weekend. I didn't see any. It would have been don't. great to see them firing guns. That road, 
sort of very many potholes. I th- was that everyone's Friday though? I think like nice social times. No, Meeting everyone. Sure, and Isaac made a lot selling cocaine. Mm. A sniffer thing. I think it wasn't illegal. Back I was really. Then. J- I was just saying, yeah. like Ollie was being like, "Hey, you got the cocaine?" And I was like, "Of course I have. It's the best medicinal thing. It, t- it gets you. What is it? What is it? Oh yeah, cocaine's great because it stops you being addicted to uh, morphine. Uh, oh, no, was it morphine? Opium. 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 So yeah, you should yeah. have more cocaine because they were like, it's not illicit. Cocaine's medicine. Enjoy. It's in cola still. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny. Um, I, can you imagine having cocaine coal these days? Cocaine, I've seen some of the old bottles coal. from the time, like the 1880s. And With it was, and it, Well, it was not snake oil because it actually worked, I guess, but as pain relief. And it would have heroin, cocaine. Yeah. Jeez. Other opioids in it. Just Shit that made you feel good. Those, those oh, yeah, it made you feel better. Those Victorians were nuts. Like the cough syrups. That still happens today. No, people no people make um, cocktails with cough syrup because it's got painkillers in. Yeah, wasn't that like a flaming Homer? Should you get my Simpsons reference? Yeah, because because well, yeah. you can get like massive jars of cough syrup, which like can mess you up, and they mix it with alcohol. I can barely stomach Cavonia. Just for the sake of our liability, we don't we don't <laughs> approve the use of any of these illicit substances, <laughs> and we don't approve of the mixture of cough syrup and alcohol. But we do approve on kicking kids. Kicking kids, A-OK. That's a Chloe thing. <laughs> yeah, so I think that pretty much rounds up Friday. I think we had quite an early night, didn't we? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Ooh. I went to bed about f- half three. It was, it was just because it was screaming my vows in the bar. My vows! <laughs> that's all I remember, just getting hammered. Uh, I drank yeah. a bottle of whiskey this weekend. I remember... And it was not... I was not drunk. That whiskey tasted like petrol. You just, it's really good whiskey. I really liked my Aldi whiskey. That was good, smooth stuff. I heard Aldi does good whiskey. That was nice, yeah. I had the monkey shoulder behind the bar. Monkey that was, shoulder was quite that nice. That was quite nice. We're not sponsored by monkey shoulder. It's just I a just nice love, whiskey. And this makes me sound like a right booze hound, but getting to my immersion with my 9am uh, swigging from the bottle whiskey. Get into character. You were doing that on the Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even in character. We're trying to pack get down. Character, you're trying to, just get into the van. We're trying to pack down the tent and pack up the van and you're just stood there with a fucking bottle of whiskey and we're like, Tom. <laughs> Tom. Gotta get into character. Don't get into I'm character. Tom today. Don't get into character. Get into the van. <laughs> 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 Jesus, you're yeah. okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, what a line. Don't get into character, get into the van. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's what he shouts to the kids. You know it's funny, he's got to crack out the inhaler. <laughs> You're right, dude. Yeah. Uh, Saturday. So. Wake up. I was out of bed. I caterpillared in the tent for a bit. You did? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of kicked. Probably kicked off when the mayor did an announcement, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, Josh played a great mayor. Oh, what a yeah. mayor. Um, so red heron. So sleazy. Uh, yeah, very much saying how much they wanted us to go get our prey and they like raw meat. And yeah. Oh, I'd been asking him, like, oh, what kind of things can we expect to find? He's like, well, if you find a two headed deer, that would win. I was like, are there two headed deer in these woods? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, that'd be pretty interesting. A lot like, of hot blooded competition. It was just being very, very. I'm a vampire lol. Um, I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, what's going on here? So, yeah, we separate into three groups the competition. Yep. You ditched us. I went with the White Rose Gang because they're my homies, but we joined up with the fantastic British Hunting Party. Mm. Oh my God, they were so funny. I fucking love those guys. Oh. They play the Water Walkers oh, in uh, Hoist the Colors. They're so funny. I just love them. <laughs> Fucking, was it Max playing Maxwell? Oh, Just the yeah. butler who carried another member of the team's equipment. I don't they think were, they had their own weapons at all. They were just so funny. I really enjoyed them all week. I love every lap I'm out with them. I really love them. Yeah, they're great. I think they were the right level of the bit as well. It was just very funny. Um... So you got you went off with them. So what did you? So we all got given a map. So different. No, we locations. had to buy a map for well, five dollars. You, you didn't That's have to buy it. You could have just looked at the map. We did. You because could... we, we had Circuit and Andrew. Yeah. So you paid for exclusive rights. Was the idea, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah to we, keep it. Yeah, we bought our map so that way none of the other groups could see the location on our map. So only us had it. Yeah. Because these were particularly good hunting spots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got my rifle ready. We're off to go find a big bear or something. Um, so we, our route took us 
through the fort. It's going to be nonsense to anyone that's not been to Ilar, but there's like a through a fort, <laughs> down a hill, up a hill. <laughs> Laughing Gemma was nonsense. Oh, yeah, I know. But like down this big hill through the woods and you go up a little bit of a hill. So that's where we were going. Whereabouts were you going? So we were... We kind of struggled to find our spawning point because I don't know if they were running a bit behind or... Uh, you ended up following our group for a little We bit. followed your group for a bit and then we went to the other side of the trail. Unfortunately, as we were going down, uh, Alicia heard a noise in the trees, so shot at it. Unfortunately, four of the blanks went off at the same time and gave them a bit of an OC injury. Yeah, literally four of their bullets chain fired. So four bullets Jesus. exploded at once. Um, Apparently, uh, they went back to the camp with another one, member of the White Rose Gang. Someone went up to them and said, "Bloody hell, that's good makeup." Because they're not mate. It wasn't actually, makeup. They just actually actually blood. I had seen that they had an injury, but I didn't know what had happened. They shot but... a squirrel. And a squirrel well, they were actually that. bleeding. Yeah, yeah, that was actually their blood. gun chain fired, so four bullets went off at once, and it uh, singed their uh, their face. Oh my was god! Was it their own gun or one that they'd hired? It was their gun. Yeah. Ah, oh, so I couldn't even go and blame someone else. Yeah, exactly. Was the squirrel okay? Well, the the squirrel, squirrel shot back. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we, because someone went with them to take them back to town, we were already two members of our hunting party down. Very good. We were wandering around uh, making squirrel noises and other types of noises What's to try. What's the squirrel and... noise? Ka-ka, ka-ka, <laughs> <laughs> That was the wrong time for you to put a Harry Bow in your mouth there, Morgan. <laughs> we made the most... <laughs> we made the strangest sounds. It was the fact the British uh, hunting party were really playing up seriously as well. Like I managed to not meet these guys through the whole weekend, but I've heard so much about them. I don't think I saw any... I think I saw them visually, but I don't think they I... They were very funny. They had a bow and arrow. Yep. Maxwell was carrying around the bow and the arrow. I enjoyed it, but it was just very funny because they felt like real people. Yeah. Like I say, they played the bit, so comedy to seriousness ratio, absolutely perfectly. Um, so we, did you find a creature on your hunt? No. Not quite. We came across, so we, we got a bit lost, went the wrong way. I mean, we we're hunting we through the woods. We found some flowers on the ground, which mm. Um, mm. we'll link to later. Um but Ooh, that's something we forgot to meet, uh, mention. The uh, little bits of sprinklings about the events on the Friday night. The, uh, what's it? The Coronation Killer? Coronation oh, was that announced killer. on Friday? Coronation, Coronation Killer, yeah, it was on Friday. Well, oh, okay. What was it? The Concierge Killer, as Concierge I called it. <laughs> there was actually two things I wanted to mention from that night, actually. It was, first of all, the Coronation Killer. So some people being murdered and being found with flowers. But also, I'd spoken to a Dutch couple who had just moved into the area, who mm. were like experts on theology. And I'd given, I had like a holy symbol that was like a sun. So I'd given them to look at. And then um, they were with, there was this weird like trapper with them. They had like big blonde curly hair and then a very severe look about their face. And they were like, I'd seen them as well. Uh, and they'd been uh, chatting to the Dutch folks as well. Uh, I just wanted to put them because they come up later. Mm. Um, but yeah, sorry. So we found the flowers, which we seem to relate to. The Carnation Killer. Um, and there was a concierge laid next to the flowers, dead. So <laughs> it could have either been the concierge killer or, or the Carnation God, Killer. God, it's always those uh, hotel receptionists that go first. <laughs> they get it in the neck. Um, <sighs> uh, it was high stakes, wasn't it? It was. Oh, my God. Right. All right, that's enough vampire Back puns. If you're still tuned in, um, we headed out to... Uh, where we were finally meant to go. Well, we heard uh, someone screaming. We heard someone screaming. They probably thought, fuck it, I'll just scream so they get here. Um, we were just stood like a few paces from them, like absolute wallies. Mm. And there was this scene laid before us of four, well, three dead people on the ground covered in large lacerations like they were done by some kind of like wolf or big creature. And one guy who was still alive and he was the one screaming. He'd kind of lost his mind, um, was very confused. And then Father McPherson, you approached him first in order to get information on what's happened. I was like showing that I was like putting all the weapons down. I went to go speak to him and I was like, I'm not, that mean you any harm, which was really good. Myself mm. and Blackjack, we just stood a few paces behind. Like, mm. like we 
I mean, I think Blackjack had both hands up. I had one hand up, but I kept my other hand on my gun just in case. I was yeah, like, I put my mm. gun behind my back as well, so not to threaten him. And then he, the, the, the guy that was still alive on the ground going crazy, pulled a gun and pointed it. It was at you, wasn't it, Father? Yes. And on that bombshell, uh, we'll leave it there for this week. Thank you very much for listening to our Friday and into Saturday hunting adventures. Sorry if none of this made any sense to you. We've Don't just... apologize. Just... Some people have come to expect. You'll you just have to go to ILAP. Yeah, just go to ILAP. You'll, you'll, you'll figure out what no, we're No, don't about. go to ILAP. We go to ILAP so yes. people don't have to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's crap. Don't bother. Yeah. It's terrible. Don't, don't buy do, the tickets. Don't buy tickets. Buy tickets to uh, Legio. Yeah, they need, everyone loves Legio. Go there. Um, I made a promise. You did make a promise. Oh, you did make a promise. <clears throat> and I feel like this promise should have been fulfilled a while ago from the date of this review, but someone made a five-star review. Lobs and tops, and I am legally obliged to read it out. Uh, so the, the review uh, says, uh, love those laps and tops. This is from Karg e- oh, Estrico Irigo. E- 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 I pronounced that flawlessly. Mm. Um, and it says, I love listening to the podcast while at the Imperial Artisans Guild. The Imperial Artisans Guild is open for all your magical item commissioning needs. Let our hundreds of artisans make that bespoke item you're looking for. Also open for new members, artisan advice, material trading, and much, much more. Pop in today at the sign of the anvil, usually located on the corner of the Brass Coast Camp and at the end of Trainers Row. I love the shilliness of that. <laughs> very, very clever. I enjoy this. I might put some like cheesy marketing oh, yeah, like, yeah. music behind that. Uh, I'm more than happy to read out... Uh, oh, we've got another one here, actually. Ooh. Ooh. It's a bit of an older one, this one. We're does professionals, it, Does it we? say that Chloe is a star of LARPs and TARPs and all you guys should just forget about it and just... Oh, that one... Yeah, but that was left by the LARPs and TARPs account, so I just... Oh, right, yeah, okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went wrong. We switched um, deleted that. Cool, cool, cool. She okay. says, great window into the LARP community. Really enjoying this. Very interesting to listen to how it all works and some of the lore of it all. Can't wait to give it a go myself. Oh, there who you go. put that comment? Uh, I don't know, but I'm legally obliged to read out all reviews uh, that so are five stars. In. So send yeah, them in. Send them in, let us know. We'll Look, say anything you want us to that won't get us cancelled. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But yes, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Yes, we'll... Thank you, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Love you. Love you. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Yep. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye